Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you guys like this content and want to see more of The Back Table, make sure to check us out on YouTube at The Back Table. You can also find us on TikTok at underscore The Back Table. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I feel like it's a hot take to say that. I don't think it's that hot of a take. I feel not like to, most people think that he's a bad actor. I not even. I just don't like The Rock as a human being. What? Yeah, I don't he's know. Such a nice guy. Is he? Yeah. How? Have you ever seen a clip of The Rock being a bad person? Yes. <laughs> when? I don't know. Yeah, you haven't, bro. Maybe I just don't want to believe he's a good person. Because it's too good to be true. That's it. Uh-huh. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, I think that's probably it. He's so. Um, shout outs again to this guy, this Patrick CC, I think his name was, cause I, I watched a YouTube video on, on a video he made on the rock and it piqued my interest and, uh, no, he's kind of taken over Hollywood was the video. Yeah. And he has, I mean, he's had a blockbuster movie every single year for the past. He's had two blockbuster movies every single year for the past. 10 years every year yeah that's crazy two. that's two pretty crazy. every single year what's he got from what do you have in 2022 uh most recently yeah i don't know he has probably like fast and furious black adam he's not in the fast and furious movies anymore he's just now getting back into the fast and furious movies oh, okay because him and vin diesel had a falling black year. black adam for sure black adam he had that jungle cruise movie Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he's in yeah. everything. No, and yeah, he is. Um he's a crazy part. This is the one thing that piqued my interest the most about this this YouTube video. Again, shout out to the guy who made it. Give him full credit from this information. Um so The Rock founded a production company in twenty twelve called The Rock and Cock. I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, I don't know what it's called. The Rock and Cock. The Rock and Cock and Rock and Cock. <laughs> And uh, he didn't really do anything with it. Kind of sat dormant until like 2016, 2018, something, something like that. I was gonna say he didn't really need to do that. Well, no. Here's no, no, no. Listen to this shit. This is actually a five-head IQ play, and it's why he's a he's got to be multi-billionaire or something. It's mm-hmm. crazy. He so, better be for charging fucking eighty dollars for his sweatpants. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that's another thing. I mean, he probably banks off of his Under Armour uh-huh. clothes that he, you know, he yeah. makes Project Rock. So, yeah, he had this production company. He didn't really use, I, I don't think, until a couple years after he founded it. Um, but basically, as you know, um, landing a somewhat lead role or lead role in as a, a, a comic book um, character in a live-action superhero movie kind of hitting the Hollywood <clears throat> it's kind of hitting the Hollywood lottery yeah you know it's because you're set for life mm-hmm. you get a bunch of money just from the one film but then you're also essentially especially if it's in a uh EU like well that's, extended that's universe. the thing right yeah. that's the thing is that you have to be a part of it the the chances of you being in a superhero movie are it's probably DC or Marvel the, mm-hmm. I mean, not probably. It is DC yeah. or Marvel, and with that, it's you're booked into one movie that's going to make a shit ton of money, guaranteed. People are going to go and mm-hmm. watch it. And then on top of that, you're part of a 
most people sign contracts to be part of multiple movies. Yeah. You know, because it's part of an extended storyline that these yeah. these uh people get attached to you as the character and then like won't go see the movie if you're not the right main person. Well, and it'd be dumb cuz that's like that's the thing they don't want to recast <clears throat> people. Yeah, even with directors it's the same thing. Like right. James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. he they fired him and then everyone was like I'm not going to go see fucking Guardians 3 now. Yeah, Batista was like I don't want to work with Disney anymore. Yeah. Cuz the way they fired him. Uh-huh. People were like, "Yo, that's crazy. You're kind of ruining your career." And he's like, "No." <laughs> yeah. No, I just won't work with Disney. Yeah. And they brought him back, and he's like, all right, this is going to be my last movie. You know, I don't, I don't want to play Dax anymore if it's not under James Gunn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, la- landing, like, a big comic book, uh, like, hero role means that you're going to be set for life. You know, yeah, you get multiple literally. movies that are guaranteed to make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. So The Rock was approached uh, quite a bit a long time ago. Obviously, The Rock is cut to be a superhero. Yeah. It like, um, it makes sense that they approached him a long time ago. Cause I was wondering for a while there, I'm like, why isn't the rock a superhero? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he is, he's literally like the perfect, um, black Adam too. Yeah. He's Matt. Like yeah. he, f- he fits the like comic book representation perfectly. Too. Absolutely. Like he, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, He's already super cut. He's super, I mean, he's a massive, he's a freak of nature, you know? So it makes sense he's yeah. a superhero, right? He's approaching like 2012 to do Black Adam. And uh, they, he, <clears throat> well, he was approached to do Shaz- Shazam, actually. Yeah. He originally wanted, they wanted him to be Shazam. Really? And, yes. Yep. And That he, makes a lot less sense to me. <laughs> they're both really buff yeah, but he looks nothing like Shazam looks like in comics suppose, or anything. When he was approached, he still had hair. <clears throat> still. I suppose. But anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway. yeah. Um, and he was like, no, I'm more interested in this Black Adam character. And they're like, okay, cool. Uh, let's do a Shazam Black Adam movie, right? Mm-hmm. That was the entire plan up until a couple years ago before the movie went into production. They had a script written out for a Shazam movie featuring Black Adam in it. Mm Because Black Adam is the villain of Shazam. He's like, yeah, anti-hero. He's an anti-hero, but uh, he was essentially, he's originally, is what I mean to say, Mm -hmm. um, a villain to Shazam, from what I know. I'm not a literal counterparts. He's like Egyptian gods, and then Shazam is Greek gods. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, they had a script that the entire studio, Warner Brothers, every higher up, they looked at it with this Shazam and Black Adam in it, and they were like, oh my god, this is fire, dude. Mm-hmm. This is going to pull. And uh, The Rock looked at it, and he was like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I am so invested in this Black Adam character. I don't I don't want to be a counterpart in a movie. I want Black Adam to have its own movie. Mm-hmm. You know. So they're like, uh... Okay, sure. So they scrapped the that idea. That does make of it. more sense to like start off with a solo movie and then build up to a yeah. Shazam well, Black so Adam. Th- the reason he has this much pull is because of his production company. His production company pretty much co-produces every movie that he's in. Mm-hmm. So this is why I say The Rock is a genius and why he's raking <clears throat> money. Because get this, the because. So he has a production company, and because his production company co-produces movies he in, he's in, mm-hmm. 
his production company will write up scripts. They'll come up with an idea. They'll write up a script for him to be the main actor in it. Mm-hmm. They'll send it to a studio and uh, get a different production company to co-produce it with them, right? Mm-hmm. So that takes out all the time he has to waste for like going in for auditions and you know practicing to be characters. His production company writes scripts. He has like six movies slated in the future. Damn. Yeah, so he's just like, he's planned to have two blockbuster movies every year for mm-hmm. multiple years on Damn. it, right? And like he is this production company that co-produces because it's his company that's co-producing as well. Mm-hmm. He makes, um, he's not only an actor who would then just work off the salary of whatever movie it is, right? Mm-hmm. But he's also a producer, meaning that his production company receives royalties for the movie. Damn. Forever, right? Damn. So he's not just an actor that's going to receive a salary flat rate of wh- however the movie performs, mm-hmm. but he's receiving royalties because he, because his production company is involved in Damn. it. Damn. It's so smart. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, it's what that five head will do for do to you. Yeah, Give bro. You superpowers. I think um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon started doing something like that too. Hmm. They, I'm pretty sure they co. They're, I think they have a production company that they co-produced that new Air movie with. Because I know, yeah. Ben Affleck like directed it. Uh-huh. And I think he he co-produced it as well with that company. But anyway. Um, to, to finish off the story about the black Adam thing is, is that, yeah, he had pull because of, he was going to co-produce it or his Uh company was. Um, and so they had to make a whole separate movie with him in it. And then because they did that, it just didn't fit what they wanted to do. And and it ended up kind of flopping. I think they broke even at box office or just in general, but, uh, yeah, it was a very, it was a. It wasn't a very good movie. I heard it was mid. I haven't I, I haven't it. even seen it. Action was cool, but pretty mid story. Yeah. Um but yeah, his his uh you know, he kinda got in the way of his self there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was a cool idea, but uh, I don't know. It, it kinda flopped. But I just think that's crazy is um he has a production company and, and he just he has full control and he has it set up to where he's never not working on something mm-hmm. he's raking he's 50 years old now yeah and he's still a i was gonna say he's gotta dude. be up there yeah he is a workhorse so, do you know his like his past because it confuses the shit out of me like so his dad was in the wwe yes yep and this was like before it was super big i assume um yeah, you could say that. Yeah. So he wasn't like making a shitload of money. No, it was enough. Like his dad was a his dad was the first black um tag team WWE tag team champions. So why is it always like the narrative of him is like he's some like super self-made like the Hollywood stuff is all self-made, right? I yeah. mean kind of like obviously well, I he mean, had a boost. Yeah, with WWE, he's but already acting and he really was self-made even even after his WWE stint and the start of his full-time acting stint because when he first started acting 
be he wasn't making that much money. Yeah. Like his roles were not very like blockbuster. Uh-huh. I think where it comes into being self-made is his start of Project Rock with like Under Armour and steroids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh like just being an overall workhorse and like having those like that production company uh-huh. and making him a blockbuster star every single year, twice uh-huh. a year. I think that part of it, yeah, I mean, that's all him, dude. There's mm-hmm. no luck in that. That's that's him yeah. being an absolute unit of a person mm-hmm. and a mindset. And on top of that, yeah, he's in the gym. I was gonna say, constantly. Like, how does he fucking? That's have, that's like the, the same thing. Like, you could take steroids, but if you're not gonna put in the work, nothing's gonna happen. No, yeah. So. Uh, from like the stuff he posts and everything, he's definitely putting in that fucking work. Yeah, yeah. There's no you have to even if on or off stuff to look like that. You have mm-hmm. to well be on stuff, yes. But then also have to be putting in an immense amount of work. Yeah. So on his body, but then on top of that, he is starring in the movies. I mean, he's a, <clears throat> he's crazy. At it's age insane. fifty, to look how he looks, you gotta at least be on some test. Absolutely, he's on stuff. That's yeah. just not a question. I yeah. remember my mom was like thought I was like crazy for telling her that he's on stuff. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, you got to think he's got like the best trainers and the best <laughs> best nutritionist." I was like, "Yeah, to find him ways to take steroids safely." Yeah. I'm glad that like there's a new wave of uh in the fitness community to where like PEDs are becoming more normalized. Like, yeah. not taking them. Well, kind of taking them, to be honest, which is kind of sad. But... Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you don't think you'll ever take test when you're older? I probably will at a certain point, maybe. I've never thought of it, so I don't know. But I've heard it's a good idea. You increase your yeah. testosterone levels once you get or, older. Yeah, when you get older, you're just depleted of tests. Yeah. So Makes sense. Just to feel like a man. Yeah. Not a bad thing, I feel like. But also, maybe I want to feel like a woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. To each their own. You know, we uh, you remember how we were in track together? Yeah. That was the shit. It was really fun. I wish I did track the entire, my entire high school, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> you remember how I, <laughs> do you remember how I used to 1v1 people in basketball during yeah. track practice mm-hmm. every day? I was working my way up the ranks, bro. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a basketball star, but we had a couple basketball stars on the track team. I was working my way up, 1v1. and I dunked on you a couple times, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. I got steezy on you a little bit. I got also queasy on you. Also, broke your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was working up to. I kept 1v1ing people before track practice and got to a point where I was 1v1ing Elijah. Uh-huh. Yes. And he was shitting on me. I'm not going to lie. He he was getting down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Did not take it easy on me. And I didn't want him to. He probably was. He's just very good at basketball. Fair. But, he, I mean, either way, he, was, he wasn't missing. That was the thing. You yeah. Know? And uh, I would try but not like really hard you know i was more just kept getting very very lucky and hitting the stupid shots i was uh-huh. taking you know that's how I was, I, that's pretty much how i kept winning in 1v1s but um it got to a point where i was 
you know, playing him and then uh, went up for a shot and I went to contest it and I fell down <laughs> wrong on my foot. <laughs> the worst. And I, yeah, I, I sprained my ankle and ended your career. Ended my basketball one v oneing before track practice career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was tough. I remember looking at my throwing coach, Mr. Wagner. It's like damn. Swagner. <laughs> he was so. He had to be so fucking annoyed, dude. He looked pretty disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like this all-star track athlete. You're like the only thrower, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for we me. We had three throwers. Yeah. We had two men throwers. Yeah. Three. Yeah. But either way, yeah. So stupid. I remember throwing with you guys once. I remember Noah was better at discus than me. Yeah. And he wasn't. He's just a freak athlete in general. Yeah. <laughs> uh, track was fun though. I wish we had the ability to do like, uh, like the cool track stuff, like javelin and. Yeah, I feel like track. Track for me was like that perfect, like, kind of chill, chill sport where I didn't have to take it absurdly seriously. Yeah. And st- I could still like feel good and win yeah. things. Like, I don't know. I think it was the coaches for the most part. We had the best coaches yeah. for track. It was amazing. I remember when they would get mean. <laughs> Didn't feel good. <laughs> I don't remember them getting mean. Did they yell at us because we were dicking around too much all the time? I, remember I don't remember. The one day, you remember the one day we were doing a, like hot yoga or whatever? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. slamming the mats. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, dude. Oh, I felt so bad. Yeah, no, we were, we were little shits. Uh-huh. That ever... Dylan, Dylan was slamming the mats uh, yeah. or some shit. Okay, I do remember. Oh, okay. You ever yeah. think back on things you did in high school and you're like, God, I must have annoyed that teacher mm-hmm. so much, you know? Yep. I look back on a lot of things that I didn't know. I was uh-huh. like, I just made their life at work more difficult than it had to be that day. You yeah. Know? Shout out to teachers, man. They take a lot of shit, especially uh-huh. high school teachers. Yeah, it's a rough life. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think I was ever, like, terrible in classes, but mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, a example student, probably. I was the example of what not to be in a student. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember... <laughs> I remember I used to... I used to be pretty big in, in wrestling, on wrestling. Yeah. My freshman year of high school, my good buddy Zach, Zach McCracken. Not a decent nuts joke. That's his real last name. <laughs> um, he, we, he was also very big on wrestling. So when I got into high school, we got to hang out a lot more. And uh, moral of the story is we had our own little backyard wrestling federation. And nah, I'm uh, talking about cringe shit. Yeah. Shit, break dancing, magic. Backyard wrestling's up there. Uh, is it though? Yeah. It's pretty common. Is it? A lot of people are into wrestling. Yeah, but do they have Okay, this is this is pretty cool. Like you having a whole ass ring. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But come on. I look back very fondly on my old wrestling federation days, honestly. Yeah. I'm well, not going to lie. I had a lot of fun doing that people, shit. People who aren't into wrestling would look at that and be like, ooh. No, I was definitely looked. Yeah, like the, I wouldn't talk about it a lot. 
that's yeah. how you know it's a I, I, weird thing to do. Yeah, okay, that, there yeah. you go. Okay, yeah. for sure, for sure. But, uh, no, this yeah, is... Yeah, it wasn't weird. I just wasn't telling anybody yeah. about it. It wasn't weird. I just was ashamed of it. Yeah, just ashamed <laughs> to talk about it. Whatever. We... So in our, within our wrestling federation, we had the hardcore championship. Do you know what the hardcore championship? No, no is? idea. So basically, there was a hardcore championship in the WWE, and um, it was the hardcore title. So every match that w- it was involved in was a hardcore match. What's a hardcore match? Chairs, ladders. Oh, it's hardcore, okay. dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta put that together. Yeah. So you use all the furniture you can, right? Um, but also the fun fact with the hardcore title is that it's a, a 24 seven. They, they at one point implemented a rule where anyone could challenge for it at any time. That's pretty cool. So there was a thing that happened, uh, for a while when they had that championship going, whoops, oops, oh, low power mode. Whoops. They, they had a. In the WWE, they they implemented that 24-7 rule where anyone could challenge at any time. So for a, you know however long it, that title existed for, they would have little, they would have little skits within the show that night, the Monday Night Raw, the SmackDown, whatever uh-huh. you know, where the champion would as just, one does yeah the champion would be walking around at a Chuck E. Uh, Cheese's with his belt. Boom! Rey Mysterio! Yeah, and they would fucking brawl in supermarkets and shit. That's awesome. So within our Backyard Federation, we had a hardcore title. Oh, shit. Middle of class? Yeah. Damn. It, well, not in the middle of the class, but I remember one time I was I was hardcore champion. Uh-huh. And I was walking. It was uh, after lunch. And, uh... After lunch and then, like, during our little, like, free time where most people would go to the gym, uh-huh. I was walking to the gym to go play basketball. And all of a sudden, Zach walks up on me. He's like, I'll challenge you. And I turn around. <laughs> I turn around. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to sell it, right? Uh-huh. So he starts attacking me, and I'm selling it, right? And then our our foods teacher, Mr. Kniffle, if you remember Mr. Uh-huh. Kniffle. I do. He comes up. He's like, guys, guys, like, because he knows we're not fighting for real, you know? Yeah, he knows we're goofing around and being very cringy. So then he he's like beating the shit out of me, and he throws me in the gym. He's like, guys, guys, and he just keeps following us. We're not stopping. Uh huh. He like throws me into the door. He's like, he's punching me, and I'm selling it. Uh-huh. And I don't remember how many people were looking. This may have been towards the end or something, but I don't remember a lot of people being in the gym for some uh-huh. reason. You just had a huge ass crowd surrounding <laughs> you. I remember Zach <clears throat> grabbing a chair. He hit me over the head with the chair, a metal <laughs> chair, and he put it on the ground. And and then I ended up like coming back and like, you know, like hitting, you know, doing a move onto him on the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, getting down and dirty. Anyway. And uh, and then I pinned him. And I just remember Mister Kniffle like just still being there, like guys, guys, yeah, guys. He's like. Listen, I don't know what the hell just happened, but you guys can't do that again. <laughs> I was like, I was like, understandable. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. We don't have any like <clears throat> crazy stories, do we? Like, there's no, nothing that. Not really. We don't look back and go, "Yo, you remember that time?" No. Mm-mm. Nothing has ever happened to us. Nope. It's kind of crazy because we've been friends so long. But we haven't, though. That's the thing. Like, we haven't been friends for that long. It's been like, I guess not. It's been like four years, five <laughs> okay, years. Wait, that sounds like a long time, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty long time. Yeah, I guess it is longer than I thought. 
we didn't well we didn't like really become friends you know we yeah well that close. yeah we weren't friends when we were hoodlums yeah hoodlums i love that word like in high school we yeah. were but like we weren't really doing anything we had a land party once <laughs> We all cuddled and watched Click. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a fun time. I love mm-hmm. that movie. I just watched that movie the other day. Really? I I want to get the Click remote tattooed on me. Don't fucking do it. I want to do it, dude. I love that movie so much. Unironically, I love the fuck out of that movie. Unironically, that might be in my top three movies of all time. That's crazy. It is a really good movie. It's really Story, good. Stories is like pretty good. The story is top tier. I tear up and cry at the movie every single time I watch it. That's crazy. Yeah, so sad, dude. He's got the Oh yeah, he gets liposuction. Yeah, he's got the flap. Point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that movie. Okay. That's There's a, a weird... meme meme going around now of that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, on TikTok, it's like a POV you wake up and it's 2016 again or some shit, blah, blah, blah. It was all just a dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, when he wakes up, up from the bed. waking up in Bed Bath and Beyond or yeah. whatever it was. Yep. God, I love that. I fucking love the shit out of that movie. Let me just say, while I have everyone's attention, <laughs> I'm a, it's so fu- Why did I even say that? <laughs> You've had everyone's attention this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say, while I still can, right? It being that while Adam Sandler is still on this great God's earth. Yes. God's great earth. Yes. Because God is great. Yes. <laughs> that I love Adam Sandler. I love his production studio. I was. I love shit. every Happy Madison I was production. just watching a, what was it? What was it? I was literally just watching a YouTube video on him. They're such feel-good movies. They really are. Like, I don't take him seriously because he doesn't take them seriously. I don't think. I mean, obviously, he still thinks they're good movies in the sense that they're funny. The they're Adam funny. Sandler paradox. I fucking watched that. So I was watching. Yeah, I watched that, yeah. Dodd Ford. <laughs> Shout out. Shout we out watched Dodd the Ford. Same, we watched the same video. Have you seen Uncut Gems? No, I still haven't. Dude, it is phenomenal. That's what I've heard. It's a gem. I've heard it's really good. It's I just haven't watched insanely it insanely good. It's a fantastic movie. Adam Sandler, one of his more serious roles. I've never seen Punch Drunk, Drunk Love. Me either. That's another serious yeah. role. His and daughter, wife, die in a plane crash or something. That's a different movie. It is. Yeah. Wow. Which I kind of want to watch that one too now. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, like, Grown Ups 1, 2, funny. Like, yeah, they're a lot. Yeah, all of his movies you can just throw on. They're kind of yeah. like the Shrek movies. They're good laughs. In a sense. Yeah. You just throw them on. Chill out. Right. You don't take them too seriously, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I use Shrek as an example. I don't know either. I breezed past that because I knew you would round back to it. Yeah. The Shrek franchise is goaded. Other than Shrek the third. Aren't they making a fourth? Are they making a fourth? Maybe it was the Shrek second. No, it was the third. Shrek. Shrek is Shrek love, was. Shrek is life. They are making a new one. He's coming back. Is he? It's yep. probably the first thing Michael Myers has done. Yeah. Mike Myers has done since since the last Shrek movie. Probably. He's kind of been banned from Hollywood. For any particular reason? What do you do? 
Ooh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Playing guitar a little yeah. too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he just apparently was really hard to work with. Oh. Just kind of a diva. Which is sad because his f- movies are funny as hell, too. Yeah. Austin Powers? Come on. Give me Groovy, Austin Powers. baby. Come on. Come on now. Dude. Give me that Austin Powers. Give me Austin Powers. Give me Cat in the Hat. woo Shit. Come on, bro. You ain't Cat like the, the hat scary. Cat, bro. I was scared of Cat in the Hat. Bro, you scared of everything. This is a common theme. We're going to keep... T- every single episode, we're talking about something, you're going to be like, oh, I was scared of that as a child. I was honestly scared of Cat in the Hat. Sue me. I he's will, a, for defamation. He's a scary fucker. Eight-foot-tall, sentient cat man. Yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. As a child scary. watching that shit. That movie is funny, though, as an adult. It is, it is. Like, I've seen some clips of it that are pretty funny. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> some <laughs> ba- dark humor in it. Yeah, the babysitter, like, just being completely unconscious for the yep. entire time she's babysitting. Uh-huh. They hang her in the closet. Well, yeah, on a hanger Whoa. in the closet. They use her they as They killed the, the babysitter in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking murked the babysitter. <laughs> yeah, that movie is hilarious. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you guys like this content and want to see more of The Back Table, make sure to check us out on YouTube at The Back Table. You can also find us on TikTok at underscore The Back Table. As always, thank you for listening.